11th, I was actually hospitalized with viral meningitis. Um, so not knowing anybody other than one person that I kind of started to date, but I was, I, I literally walked into my house and I was blacking out vomiting. And so they, they rushed me to the ER. Um, and the first two days I don't remember cause they had to drug me so much and do a spinal tap, um, inside in, I was in the hospital for six days and I was out for about a good month, month and a half, um, before it, because I don't know if you know anything about viral meningitis, but it's, um, it's it's officially in my system. I've now actually just got over it last year as well again. Um, but the it's the swelling, um, the menges around your spinal cord and and your brain and everything. So the the amount of pain that you go through is just it's absolutely unbearable and I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. So only This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. Ladies and gents, all right, you're about to listen to an interview with one heck of a woman. She's awesome. Nikki Marie just, she does a great job at really just being open and honest with her story. And I think it's so, 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 so prevalent nowadays to be like that uh, because it can make someone feel less alone. You know, it's weird because when I first started my podcast, I, I listened to a, a lot of this other mental health podcast, and I would find myself sometimes listening to it, and I would actually like the parts more where they were talking about the harsh things, things that they were troubled with, things that they were like going through, how they had eating addictions and how they uh, drank too much or how they finally got what they wanted and they still weren't happy. And then they started, and then it would get on to the later portion of the show and they would start you know, loosening up and, and they'd start laughing and, and start making fun of each other and stuff. And when they were laughing, I actually felt worse. It was really odd. It was like, why am I feeling worse? Because these guys are having fun and I'm listening to that. But I was just in a place in my life where maybe you're in a place in your life where you aren't always feeling up to laughing, feeling up to just being, you know, a loose. Maybe you want to hear about the scars that people have recovered from. Well, this episode and this podcast is for you. Let me know when you feel this inkling of vulnerability lining up and it's hard to go through and you feel like you're alone. I get it. Guess what? You're not. I'm here for you. Please, 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 please know that. Scratch your own itch is definitely a business show but you know there's a lot of entrepreneurs creative artists that are doing this whole journey feeling like they're alone and i get it like honestly when someone says that to me too like hey you just reach out i'm here for you you're just not feeling like that and we do things based off of feelings 
you know, I mean, when the heck is the last time that you uh, felt like eating more because, well, it tasted really good, so you kept eating more? Or when's the last time you felt like scratching your own itch? Because, well, once you scratched it, it felt good. But rarely do we do things because we don't feel like doing it. So if you listen to this and you don't feel like doing it, I get it. I totally get it. But guess what? It's these times when you just change a little bit and you do something that hurts. It's like an easier life to live actually comes from doing things that are harder. So with that in mind, Enjoy this interview with myself and Nick and hit that subscribe button and don't miss another episode uh, and share it. I, I get it. I say at the end of my episode to just share it because it doesn't take much, but just please, that would be amazing to just share this episode with one person at least that you know. Listen to this and maybe feel less alone in their struggles. Because with Anthony Bourdain and his recent suicide it's it's um it's no secret that everybody needs that person that they can just be totally and utterly honest with and not feel like they're looking for answers but they just need to be heard so i'm here for you all right enjoy So, my curiosity question is, have you ever wondered what it would be like to take your passion and turn it a profit? If that's so, well, today's episode is definitely for you. But I'm not speaking at you because I'm, I'm speaking with you. I too also want to know how to take my passion and turn it into a profit. But not just any profit. A business that loves me as uh, as much as I love it. I will say though, I'm wise enough to know that Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither will a six-figure business. But fortunately, if we take the right kind of action, we could build Rome a lot faster, or well, at least build an online business much faster. My sidekick today is a master when it comes to online six-figure businesses with masterminds. Her name is Nick, and Nick Kane is the founder of Nick PR Boutique. This is a boutique-style public relations firm that helps people make a difference in their lives. With over 10 years of marketing background, building nonprofits, hosting events, and being a professional networker, she closes the gap on what it is to just do friends, having more friends and having more friends do business with one another instead of that quote unquote networking thing that we all talk about. So without further ado, I'd like to shut up and introduce my guest for you today, Nicole Kane. Hey, Nicole, how are you doing? I called you like hey. 14 different names already. So we'll... <laughs> that's perfect. Hey, Logan. Thank you so much for having me. I am very excited. I love it. I'm just sitting here with a huge grin on my face right now. Um, listening to you talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild ride, isn't it? To hear your, right? your, your bio, like it's a, it's yeah, I'm, it is. I'm listening and I'm like, wait, is did he write the, did I write, did so, is that me? Hold on, wait a second. Yeah, we and then in our busy day-to-day lives, we forget all the things that we've accomplished already. So it's always a really good reminder to, to go back and, and look at that and where we started from. So thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. You know, I, I think uh, we should have more alarms that just kind of read our bio as we're waking up. 
And then we go, okay, yeah. this is where we're at in life. Okay, so now I know the next step. <laughs> yes, Because I've been, I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, we just, like I said, we get so busy. But I like that idea. I think I'm going to actually, right along where I have some of my affirmations, I think I'm going to post my bio. I'm going to do a new bio and post it there so I can read it in the morning. Because otherwise, I'd never think to go look at it. So thank you. I'm going to write that down and do it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, please take a picture and send it to me. I will definitely do that. Yeah, I've got another interview that I'm doing here um, for uh, an online kind of thing called the San Diego Voyager here. And, and they focus on young entrepreneurs and, and it's that same thing. And I'm like, I have to kind of go back in and update and rewrite about myself a little bit. So it's this is coming in at a perfect opportunity to, to do both and put those together. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Uh, this is already cool. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> let's rewind and see what really, let's do some possibility hacking, I guess, and uh, see what created this bio. And, and really the mission of the show is to make people feel less alone and, and scratch their own itch by solving their own problems in life that they um, turned around and instead of just solving it for themselves, they learned how to solve it for themselves and actually solve it for others too. And uh, produced a way for people to start scratching their own itch. So uh, that comes with a, a story. So just let me know, like, what what do you think? We get pretty vulnerable on this show. Is that story that you'd like to share where um, you had to solve that problem? And, and while you're solving that problem, you started solving it for others as well. Um, yeah, you know, that's gosh, that that could be a three minute answer. It could be a five day answer. <laughs> um, let's go for the five day. Let's do it. Let's, let's go do for it. the five day. Go big or go home. Right. Otherwise, what's the point? Right. Um, don't exactly. do anything halfway. <laughs> Um, you know, I think it's interesting as you say that, and that's one of the things that resonated with me in your podcast and everything that I love about it, because not only as an entrepreneur now, as an adult, do you, do I still sometimes feel alone, um, and figuring that out, but always growing up, I never felt like I was in the right place ever in my entire life. I mean, I, I jumped around from different schools, different types of schools, and I always had multiple groups of friends. I didn't have, you know, that core. I had the core group, but I could also go hang out with any other type of person in the school. It didn't really matter if you were a jock, a cheerleader into sports, into art, into if you were kind of the gothic side. I was kind of always there because I'm like, there's a little bit of me in all of this, no matter what it is. I'm like, I'm not really one thing. Um, I'm, I'm a combination of all of it. So for that, it was really hard because I was always pulled in different directions um, and in different ways throughout life of trying to see, you know, again, going against what we're conditioned. We're supposed to fit in. We're supposed to have a place here in society. We're supposed to, to do that. And so that for me was a struggle. Um, I went through anxiety. I went through depression. I went through homeschooling where I got to the point where I just couldn't even, it was crippling to go to school for me because it was so overwhelming. Um, and so I had different programs set up that I was actually, you know, staying home and, and doing things that way. And sometimes I look back and wonder how I even graduated, um, in that aspect <laughs> because Lord knows I was not a stand up student. I apologize, mom, for any of that. I'm sure she's, I'm part of the reason she's, she has she's so many totally. <laughs> And doing that. Um, but God bless her soul, um, her and my dad being there and, and supporting me throughout that. You know, and, and I grew up with a parent that struggled, you know. It was one of those things It took me a while to to realize. And I guess, you know, this is the part about being vulnerable. And, and I thought prior, you know, how much do you open up and how much do you share? And really, if I if I give you on the surface and I, and I give you something, how can I change the world or how can I process through it myself or how can I allow somebody else to again feel like they're not alone so um you know for me in in our household you know my parents did very well for themselves financially we had a big beautiful home I was in swimming and and I said I want to go to the Olympics and and so I want the best breaststroke coach well guess what my parents said 
my parents took me out of school early so I could go to a different town to swim on the on the club team to have the best breaststroke coach. So that way, when it was time, I could join that high school and have him as a high school and a club coach. Well, because I kept getting pulled out of school, it was easier to move. So my parents literally sold our house and bought a brand new big home for us to go live in so I could have a different swim coach. Towns away, left my friends, left everything. So, um, you know, when I look at that, I go, not many people can say that they would have parents that do that. And I was blessed um, to have that. But it was also, in a way, a little crippling. So everybody thought we had this great life and we had so many beautiful things. And, oh, you guys have money and you could just up and go and do this. When in all reality, it's amazing behind those closed doors what life is like. You know, I, I struggled with a father um, who had, same thing, anxiety and depression and, and alcoholism that I didn't really learn about as much until um, my high school years um, from doing that. But But some of the struggles that we went through you know, I'd be depressed. And my dad would be like, me too. Here's how, I, here's the best way to split your wrists today. And you're like, wait, what? This is what I'm bonding with my parent over? Like, this isn't normal. Um, this isn't an everyday conversation that you have. But to my world, it was, um, you know, and, and at 16, wait, wait, wait. I, so he would, <laughs> he would literally just be like, let's here, I'm going to show you Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I, I just can't like skip over that. He would sh like show you different ways of slitting your wrist. Yeah. And talk about it. Or I remember one day he told me, um, it was really weird. Um, how to, you know, he goes, go between the toes. He's like, nobody will see it. It hurts even more. Like, it's just something. It's another way to focus your pain. And I remember sitting there and I'm just like, this is the craziest thing. And, and the thing is, is that, and it took me a really long time to realize in that, even with this, I had the, my dad was absolutely amazing. I mean, do not get that wrong, but he, he also was sick. Um, and in a way that they didn't know what to handle. I mean, 15, 20 years ago, they were just like, well, let's try this pill. Let's just try this. Let's hope this works. They weren't, there was nothing that was actually being done for him. It was just, how can we mask your symptoms with a medication today to make you hopefully feel better or feel numb? or not want to do this. And that's probably one of the saddest things, you know, the more that I think about that, um, it was just so detrimental to him, to our family, to, to anybody else. And half the time they would put me on the same medication as him because they're like, ah, well, you're in the same gene pool. We might as well, if it works for one, it might work for the other. <laughs> like it just, it was pretty sad, um, and, and scary. And, and I, you know, as an adult, um, once I hit my mid twenties, I said, screw it. I'm never, ever again taking any type of medication like that. I will not allow it to happen. I want to figure out every single way to do it naturally or organically or journal, whatever it may be. I'd rather figure out a struggle um, and do it instead of just numbing myself uh, for that reason, because it's just so sad. I saw the, the way that my dad was and, and what he went through um, before he had passed. And it just, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, he had a great wife, of course, my mother, who is, like I said, a godsend, um, that if I could be half of the woman that she is, I will be a okay. Um, and then I had a father who, who couldn't help but have an illness, but he loved me with everything that he possibly could. And in every way, and I was his angel, I actually have angel wings on my back, um, as a tattoo that I started to get, sorry, I'm going to tear up right before he passed. Um, and so it's, you know, it's, and I have his initials and I have certain things. He will always, always, always be a part of me, um, no matter what. And he's also the reason that I am better and who I am and can get through a lot of these struggles and have resistance and resilience and, and, and adversity and not let it take me down, um, as much as sometimes we want to, <laughs> because I'll be damned if I move to California and I sit here and go, God, I wish you could see it. There's no way I can let him down. Um, as I know that he's watching from above or wherever he is. <laughs> hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, 
you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. <coughs> wow. Wow. Um, thank you so much for sharing all that. I really, um, I, I, it resonates with me and I find it very, uh, admirable for anybody to say that much and to, to go out there and just put it on, on the open like that. And, uh, I, I too have lost a parent and, and I, there's not a day that goes by where I don't wish that they weren't still around. And I even started this one thing where I started talking to my phone as if she was still around just for five minutes a day. Um, and mm -hmm. it's been, uh, absolutely, uh, really cathartic and just, um, you know, even though it's just five minutes or if I miss a day, then the next day I make it 10 minutes or whatnot. And, and just doing that from day to day has, has been like, wow, it's so important, uh, that we have that reflection and we have that time to just, um, also know that y you can have a relationship with someone that's gone, even though they're gone. And, um, yes. anyways, you absolutely wow. can. I 100% agree with that. I mean, I can't tell you how many clairvoyance and people I've spoken to and had his, I totally, I mean, hands up. People are probably, well, everybody already thinks that I'm crazy anyway, so that's okay. Um, but I absolutely believe in afterlife and spirits, if you will, um, and, and doing that. And they're definitely around. I mean, 100% and, and they can, sometimes it's crazy because I'm like, wait, hopefully you didn't see that. Um, but you also love to know that they're definitely watching and, and there is a way that you can communicate and to do that. And I'll sit and look at pictures and have a conversation with him. Sometimes it's a nice one and sometimes it's not, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying I'm still mad that you're not here, but you know, oh. it's, yeah, it's such a great thing. And then sometimes you wonder, um, when little signs happen or certain things, um, this is, I'm so going to go off really quick on a, on a total side note, but it's hilarious when I had. Um, I was living back in Wisconsin and we had, um, our house there and it was fantastic, but we, it was really cool. And, and one of the things is we literally, we would call our church on Sundays. We would actually go to this open session with a clairvoyant and there'd be a group of people and it was kind of, you would do some meditating and then she would do readings for everybody and kind of go and help connect you with people that had passed and, or whatever it may be, whether it was your spirit guide or a loved one or doing that. And so we would constantly go, well, our house was riddled with spirits at that point we had my dad my grandfather um my ex who was with at the time his um grandfather and then his step-grandfather let me tell you our house was so active and the coolest part is is that the dogs knew they would communicate with the dogs we would have moments where we'd be sitting on the couch and watching tv and you would all of a sudden see the dogs like their ears go up and they would always hang over the front door um, and doing that. And then they'd start to kind of play with the dogs and they would like go poke them and the dogs would start to run. And it was just the craziest thing ever. And so you'd sit and then you'd kind of ask questions and you're like, okay, which one is it that's messing with them right now? Or we had one, our lights would constantly go on, on and off. We would get in fights about who left lights on in the house. We finally went to our clairvoyant and we're like, we can't stop arguing about this. Is someone messing with us? And she goes, all four men are standing there grinning and with their arms um, cross just laughing because they're playing jokes with you guys. I'm like, there is no way this is happening, but let me tell you, our electric bill went up and we would argue about it. I'm like, this is just the funniest thing. So hands down, I believe in it. Um, sometimes they still question it, but at the same time, I'm like, it's so for me, I'm like, absolutely. I'll go have a conversation with anybody. I'll sit there and talk to them. No problem. Cause I know they're around. Wow. Oh God. Uh... <laughs> I want to. You're learning a lot do... about me today. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Uh, well. No. Because it's like it totally makes sense. Like, because I'll tell you what. Like, my mom was super spiritual, and and uh, my family is just a very overall spiritual person. And and I think um, you know we could talk about this side of the spiritual thing, but what it actually flicks up is is this sort of. Um, it, it's it's like hilarious that it comes up because it's sort of like your vibe does attract your tribe and i yes. feel like you know we're 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 too we're super super um alike in that way and and so my vibe has always been like let's go to the wooey ooey um <laughs> even though there's no, there's no scientific um uh, equation for this but it's there and um mm -hmm. you know and it's it's something that uh, we can start actually believing in, in, in telling ourselves, cause heck, 
life is just a, a program and a system that we're all in. And as long as you program it correctly, um, it does make sense that anybody can turn their passion and turn it into profit. So let's kind of pivot into that. Yeah. And so like, what Nick uh, PR Boutique is, and then even talk about um, your mastermind, Epic Mastermind as well. I know that's a long, probably, story behind that. So <laughs> right. You go on that's another, another like, five. 10 days. Nice um, 10 days. <laughs> it's a three-day event, but I could talk about it for 10 days and, and so many different things. Um, yeah, you know, and like I said, I really love the passion into profit is, as we talked about that, gosh, it is, it is crazy because I never in a million years thought that it could be a reality. You know, there was that long distance dream. I mean, 10 years ago, I remember I wrote a Facebook post that I was like so fed up. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin originally, um, born and raised there my entire life. I lived in Chicago for a little bit. Um, about 11, 12 years ago, and it, I went to college down there, and, and I still ended up moving back to Wisconsin, and, you know, kind of living that life, and I'm like, I'm young, I'm in the city, moved downtown, did all that, and um, I was never quite happy. I was never quite fulfilled. I was always kind of just jumping from one thing to another, kind of going, well, maybe someday, or hopefully this, and I remember getting really mad at somebody, and I was like, I can't trust anyone in Wisconsin. I'll see you in nine months on the West Coast. And bye, she said, go, bye. <laughs> yeah, I was like so fed up. Well, all of a sudden I was like, nope, I'm way too scared. I could never do it. I could never make it. All I did was fill myself with self-doubt. Um, I'll never make enough money. I'll never be able to do it. I don't know anybody, blah, blah, blah. Every excuse that you can possibly list in the book, you know what I mean? I gave it and we've all done that to ourselves. Um, and doubting it and going that route. And so, you know, I, I stayed in Wisconsin. I froze <laughs> eight, nine, ten months out of the year. Um, and I couldn't stand it. It was like I was living for vacations. I was living for the weekend. Um, and even then, sometimes it wasn't as exciting. And, like, I was chilled to the bone. I, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, I do not like winter. Um, and I have no problem. I was just in New York last week. Um, and New York is great. I honestly, I was miserable. I don't do cold anymore. I just don't do it. Uh, as much as snow can be beautiful, I don't do cold anymore. It makes me miserable. And so I'm like, I remember why I moved to the West Coast. Um, but so I went through years and years of just, you know, kind of like I'm living life. I'm happy. I'm good. But I, all the things that I wanted, I remember years ago, I used to say, I want to be on a stage. I want to be changing the lives. I want to inspire people somehow. I don't know if I'll have a story that's ever good enough. I don't know if I'll have enough education to teach them something. I go, but, but there's something in the pit of my gut that says, that's what I want to do. And I would always kind of keep, I kept getting in my own way and crushing my own dreams and not thinking that that was ever a possibility. And then it was like, okay, well, it's not really here. And I don't quite know how to work towards it. And I just don't feel like I'm in the right place. And so I just kind of pushed it aside and, and never allowed it to happen. Um, and I finally was exhausted. I had a ton of vacation time from a sales job that I was doing. And, and I've been in sales and marketing since I was 18 years old. And I mean, I worked for larger corporations. I've done stuff with Coca-Cola. Um, I worked with Marlboro a couple of years ago. You know, I was down in South by Southwest Fest. I love seeing it. I, I, need, I want and need to go back um, as an attendee, not as, as a worker. Um, worked with large banks all around the area, um, GMR marketing, obviously a worldwide company that does huge events. Uh, being a part of that was always so fantastic. You know, I traveled and did these things and really learned, um, how to do that. But again, it wasn't as fulfilling and I got to meet tons of different people, which is great. I still have friends that are constantly traveling the world right now. And it's pretty cool to see what they've done in starting their own businesses too, that, you know, we met when we were 18 years old, you know, on the street teams of marketing and doing different things for these great corporations. Um, and funny stories of getting kicked out of Starbucks because we broke the North face coffee maker machine and they hated us. I mean, it's just, I laugh about it, um, now. And so, um, I finally decided to take a vacation and my mom suggested San Diego because we had a family friend out here and this was April of 2016. And so with that, I was like, okay, I contacted, um, our good friend and I said, Hey, do you mind if I stay with you for a couple of days? I'd really love to come out. 
that this was like April 1st, April 2nd, something like that. I was driving with my mom to Minnesota to a family wedding actually. And, and so we we're having the conversation and I think it was 10 days later, I was on a flight on my way to San Diego. And so I came out here and I landed in the palm trees and everything. I just, something in me changed. I knew I was meant to be here. So I, I came to San Diego for three days. Um, I was getting ready to leave for the airport. I was already on my computer. I was printing my boarding pass, but then I was already booking my next flight for May of 2016 to come out. So I booked it, um, a 10 day trip this time to do part Arizona and part San Diego. And in between that time, I ended up, uh, kind of just making some phone calls because it's definitely, it's always good to have good connections and good contacts. So a client of mine in Wisconsin, um, they had a sister company out here in San Diego. And so I said, Hey, you know, if I were to apply for a position with you, you know, you being my client, you see how I work, you see how I take care of you. Would you hire me? Do you think this would be a good fit for this company? He goes, well, they, you know, being in California, they might do things a little bit differently. Let me do some research for you. Um, and see if, if it would be worth it. He goes, but of course I would hire you. He's like, now I'm mad that you would be, think about leaving your job and you wouldn't come work for me. <laughs> um, he, I landed in San Diego again on my second trip and he goes, all right, you have an interview with them. He goes, call them right now to make sure that you get it scheduled. Uh, so I went in and I met with them. Uh, I came back two days later. They had the director of training and, and sales and all sorts of stuff actually rearranged a schedule to drive down to San Diego to meet with me before I flew out of town again. And they hired me on the spot. And so I, I immediately went, yes. And I realized, and, and so who would be my direct manager at that point? He comes back in the room. He's like, are you okay? And I go, I think I just said that I'm agreeing to move out here. I was like, I'm terrified, but I'm excited. He goes, perfect. He goes, as you should be. I'm like, okay, sounds good. So I get in my rental car and I drive back up and I just start bawling my eyes out. And I'm like, what in the bleep did I just do? I'm like, I can't believe I did it. I mean, I know I can take it back, but I'm like, I can't take it back. I said, yes, you can't do that. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. Um, and so I, and this is where it, it actually kind of comes back. So I got in my car and I'm driving and I'm crying and I looked up and I was like, God, I wish my dad and then my stepdad had actually passed on me a few months prior to this at that point. But I said, I wish you guys were here, but you guys would be so proud of me right now. Um, so it's kind of cool. It's the same thing. I'm going through this life altering moment right now. And, and I'm in my car crying and reaching up to both my dad and my stepdad saying, this is so cool. You guys, I, you, I would love for you to see this. Um, and so I went home and told my mom, and by July 1st, I was living in California. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's kind of that little lead up section of it. Um, I knew, I think, two people here um, when I came out. But I really, and it's kind of funny because one of the people that I knew here, I hadn't actually seen until I was here for maybe a year at that point. So I really didn't know anybody. She was busy starting her business. She had so many things going on. I was just trying to get a feel for life um, and figure out what the heck I was doing um, out here and, and trying to survive and, and to do that um, for it. And I got, gosh, there's so many other things. Um, one of the other hiccups, you know, you talk about perseverance and, and taking this. Um, so I moved out here July 1st. On August 11th, I was actually hospitalized with viral meningitis. Um, so not knowing anybody other than one person that I kind of started to date, but I was, I, I literally walked into my house and I was blacking out vomiting. And so they, they rushed me to the ER. Um, and the first two days I don't remember cause they had to drug me so much and do a spinal tap, um, inside and I was in the hospital for six days and I was out for about a good month, month and a half, um, before it, because I don't know if you know anything about viral meningitis, but it's, um, it's, it's officially in my system. I've now actually just got over it last year as well again. Um, but the, it's the swelling, um, the menges around your spinal cord and, and your brain and everything. So the, the amount of pain that you go through is just, it's absolutely unbearable and I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. So only, you know, I hadn't even been living here for six weeks and, and that was the situation that I was in. Um, I had just started a job two weeks prior to that, you know, and, and going that and not knowing anybody here, um, being hospitalized, it was pretty crazy. So, uh, you know, I've had every reason to want to run and get the heck out of 
of California and San Diego, because by all means, it hasn't been some of the greatest experiences, especially being sick and away from family and not knowing anyone. Um, but after that, I really kind of came up with that determination to, to create a different life. And it, and it took me some time to do that. I went through a lot of ups and downs the rest of 2016. It was not fun by all means. And my mom, every, I think every other day she goes, do you want to come home? Do you want to come home? Do you want to come home? I'm like, absolutely not. I would never because, and it wasn't for any other reason than all I would be doing is if I went back to Wisconsin, I'd be finding a way to get back to California because I knew even with all of the struggles and all of the pain, um, both physically and emotionally and mentally, that this is where I was meant to be. And I had to get through a lot of this in order to find that. Um, and to do and, and slowly but surely last year, it really kind of came about when I started to build up and allow myself to, to be me. Um, that was the biggest thing. That's probably one of the biggest messages that I can share with anybody is, is to be you because God forbid you're somebody else. Like we were given it just, that's when everything started to come about. And by all means, I'm not a ray of sunshine all the time, but that's what allowed me to get to where I am today and to truly find the things that I'm passionate about and to really change, change lives, um, with it. And somebody had, had seen the journey that I had been on, but, but how I could network and connect and that I loved meeting people, you know, probably one of the greatest compliments that I hear from people is, is that there's an energy when I enter a room and people know that and they know when it's gone as well. If I'm no longer there doing something and, and that I bring that something extra and, and it's, kind of cool because I'd never heard that before, but I started hearing that a lot more in this past year and I never thought about it. And so it gives you that inspiration to, again, always be true to who you are and whatever it is. And I used to think that if I said one thing, I always had to follow that no matter what. And and what I've learned over this past year, even two years, almost two years here in California is that guess what? We're evolving, we're changing, we're learning, we're growing. So maybe what I believed in what I thought two years ago isn't the same as today. And that's okay, but roll with it. Stick with my convic convictions of what I know are true to me now and how I want to live my life. But it's okay that I said something different then because I've, I've educated myself. I've gone through experiences. I've met people. I've done different things. Um, but as long as you are true to who you are and you're a good human being, um, that's, that's when it all starts to really come together and, and make that difference because that's when you're able to finally shine and allow other people to see it and realize those things for themselves, um, in that aspect. So hopefully that got through some of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, wow. <laughs> hey friends. So let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd well if that's you I want to let you know that first of all you're not alone second of all if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking or if you don't yet do speaking maybe you can and maybe you'd love to well I put something together for you and in this little giveaway I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com.
Yeah, it's that's a lot. I really want to just point out it though. Um how it's all about, you know, the, the two things actually. I guess the first thing that I've got to take uh, a moment and, and and really acknowledge is the sort of story we tell ourselves is our belief. And some people don't get that. And it's so cool that people don't get that. And I I'm so I guess I'm so privileged to know that now I know myself enough because it's too exhausting to try to be somebody else. The story that I told, you know, you're telling yourself is, hey, if I was in Wisconsin back at home, I know I would just be really wishing that I was out in California. And so like that is a new belief system that actually creates your own reality. So like anybody that says that this isn't a program that we can't program our minds is just, uh, you're just, I guess, in denial. And I don't mean to like take you down and make you feel bad if you're in denial, but literally it is a program that you can download in your brain and tell yourself that new story that makes you actually become the person that you wish you uh, are or the person that you want to become. Um, and then, and then I want to point out like your network and how you just utilized and leveraged your network to really give you uh, the opportunity to turn your passion into profits, which is like the greatest thing that I'm getting from this podcast uh, overall and, and just connecting with people like yourself. And, and um, it is the best hack in the world. The life hack is literally just uh, don't worry about money so much. It will come as long as you're just around the right people that are sort of um, doing the same exercises that you were, you were doing in life. And and picking the right pains too. So uh like everyone wants to like have these great pleasures and whatnot, but really like to be a football player, guess what? That also means you're knocking your head into someone else's head. So like that's a pain that's along with that. Or in your case, like with PR boutique, there's a lot of people that put out stuff that's only beautiful. But mm-hmm. do they really ever put out the stuff that's ugly and transparent? And um, to be able to be willing to just go through the the sort of like grossness of it, uh, the sort of like ugliness of it, which is is doing the exact opposite of what everyone else is do doing, um, takes a lot of confidence. Because guess what? Well, uh, you're gonna get backlash. You're gonna get people saying that that's not gonna work. But you often do that in your business. I know that um, is amazing. It's admirable. It's 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 a lot of things. But I'd like to ask you, because, uh, you know, we're coming down on time. I, I want to get into uh, what I call uh, scratching the surface curiosity questions. And this is um, just something that uh, I do as far as to make people feel even more uh, less alone and also try to uh, learn more about you and your business. So um, Perfect. Awesome. So the first question I'd like to ask is, uh, what's a thought that you kind of keep having that you wish you didn't have but you just keep on having it am I good enough am I good enough you know I think I I question that a lot um and and I work on it every single day by affirmations by journaling by talking to people about it and going back and you know what it's stopping and looking at back to the very beginning of our conversation having that bio go back and look at what you've accomplished. Holy crap. Listening to that. I'm like, damn, I'm good. Like you need that little bit. (laughs) So it's kind of cool to stop and think that, but no, am I good enough? I sometimes, at least once a day, it crosses my brain and, and I have to go through and and literally go cancel and not think about that and, and remember Mm. why I'm here and what I've done and what I'm going to do. Awesome. Because I am good. I am good enough. And I know that, but it doesn't mean that that little negative side comes in sometimes because it, it is who it is. So it's it's me working on that, the processing and programming of of what I think and what I feel and how I react to it. So I could have the choice and go, no, I'm not, and go climb into a hole. Or I can go, hell yeah, I'm good enough, and I'm going to get out and go show it today. And I'm going to go do something that is going to prove to prove it, not to anybody else, but just to myself because I'm the one that matters. Oh, yes, you're amazing. You're, you know, you're speaking my language. So um, <laughs> that's exactly why at the end of almost every single thing that I do is that's on the internet is always you matter and you're enough because 
Um, even if I don't believe it, uh, just by saying it, it uh, flips into reality really quickly. And I want to tell that story to myself because uh, it's just the better version. Anyways, I want to get to the next one because we could talk about that for another hour. I know. Right. Um, <laughs> the next question I love to ask is, um, if you uh, wanted to just pick one person that was living or dead and sit them in front of you and actually become that person just for a month, who would it be and why? You know, it's, ooh, it's so funny because I, I obviously listen to your podcast um, and, and I've heard you ask this question before and I've thought about it. I've actually asked somebody else. I've asked my one of my business partners this question um, and he hadn't answered immediately. And I'm like, I don't know who it would be. And I still don't know. Um, I That's don't okay. know if they're, yeah, I honestly, I don't think there's one person. I think for one, I think it'd be exhausting to be somebody else. I can barely handle myself some days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but really I would almost, if I could, I would prefer to get a little bit of every like a day or two from different male and female perspectives from different eras and all the struggles that they went through. I mean, I was just in New York and we went to the Met. And so we were going back into, you know, the old version homes of, of styles, you know, in the 1800s and this and that and what it was like. And, you know, it's like, okay, they had a million chairs because all they did was sit and play chess and maybe a piano or read a book. And, and that was it because it's all that they knew, but I'm like, God, what would it be like to be like in that, in that world for a day and to go through? So I would almost want to take that month and be able to experience multiple ways of life, um, through multiple people, whether it was through the war, whether they were struggling, um, it doesn't matter what it was, but just to kind of see how, how they lived their life on a day-to-day basis and, and almost maybe how they handled themselves through each situation, especially when there was a struggle. Cause that's where we all have, have the hardest part is you know, on a good day, we can feel like we're on top of the world. But, but what really defines us is when, when you're having that bad day and how do you, how do you change that? Or how do you keep your outlook positive or make sure that you still get up and go and figure that out? So I think if I could do it, it'd be multiple people. And I couldn't even give you names because it'd probably be not the famous people that we know. It'd be the people that felt alone, that nobody knows about that they felt alone, but they somehow still made it. Oh man, I love it. Um, wow. Uh, I really do. I, hmm, I wish we could talk about these, uh, <laughs> these, these answers for more hours, but, um, I really want to ask you this question because it's an amazing question that uh, I think we all got to just admit that we often, uh, sometimes give out, uh, bad advice. So what's a piece of, uh, bad advice you've given to someone that turned out to be false that you wish you could take back? Ooh, you know, I don't know if I have the exact words of what I've said, but um, one of the really cool things is one of my partners is he's actually through Epic Mastermind, and then we do some business stuff together. Um, he is such an innovator, and he does not truly does not care when it comes to his ideas for the business of what he he thinks outside the box, and it's crazy. And for me, I'm like, and I'll tell him, I'll be like, no, that's a really bad idea. Somebody's going to judge that and do it. And it's hilarious because he, he'll usually not listen to me. And then he'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to go implement this. He goes, but now I need yours. I need you on the structure side <laughs> to help me um, put this more into place or make sure that we can monetize on this or figure out a way to go about it um, for doing that. So I think that would be it is kind of putting my own foot in my mouth and and not allowing myself to see some of the creative side of some of these visionaries because I still struggle with the, you know, but what, but what if, what if somebody thinks this, let's not embarrass ourselves, you know, and do this. Um, but he doesn't care. So sometimes I've tried to to squash that and that's bad advice. And, and that's something that I work on and going, nope. And I've, I've gotten much better about it. Um, because I step back and I watch the magic happen and, and he does some pretty amazing things, which is cool. If I'm getting this right, so you, uh, so the advice is that, uh, sometimes he'll say something and it doesn't ring t- true to your intuition. So you want to kind of squash kinda it. Kind of squash it. Yeah. Okay. And say, oh, maybe you. that's not a good idea. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't do that right now. Or I just, you know, mm, I don't know. 
when really for him, you know, he, he comes up with these great ideas. Cause I think, I think on the logical side of, well, how do we actually put this into place? How long is this going to take? How will we end up monetizing it? How do we go about this? But for him, he's the visionary he goes, I just see this. It's, you know, it's, it's huge and it's big and it's grand and it's beautiful. And so I, I try to squash it because I'm like, no, I have to go from the logical side of it. And sometimes that's the worst idea because he's created something so beautiful and so fantastic already as far as business. And, and so for me, it's, it's stopping back and, and allowing them to be open and, and flow with those ideas and not allowing the outside thoughts of me and the criticism of what people might think of what we're going to do affect that. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's so self-reflective of you. I love that. Um, I think it's really important that, uh, that's why I ask these questions is because even though they're harder to answer and they're not like sort of like just like tip of the iceberg, like, Hey, what's your favorite quote? And I still love that <laughs> question. Like, what's your favorite quote? But it's not really sometimes the uh, sort of, uh, question that sometimes Digging in uh, deep. yeah exactly is gonna help anybody it's it's living through these questions and really being ponderous and and really really asking yourself these questions and really really trying to get into them that actually uh propels anybody into changing themselves to the better um or changing themselves for the worse and having to pivot and learn like oh that didn't work um <laughs> so yeah. the next question <laughs> Uh, I'd love to, I'd love to just ask you two more questions and I'll get you out of here. So I know you're a busy yeah, woman. Um, <laughs> the second to last question is, uh, how, how can, how can anyone that's listening to this right now, or how can we support you right now in whatever you're into? What can we do for you? Yeah. You know, the, the biggest thing for me actually is, um, is supporting Epic Mastermind experience. So um, you guys, we've got our website. It's epicmastermindexperience.com. You can find it on Facebook, Epic Mastermind Experience, and then as well as on Instagram, Epic Mastermind 619. And that is truly has become my baby. Um, me and my partners, Ali and Jason, um, and the group that founded it. But that is, man, I'm going to change the world. And so that is, that is my driving force. That is my vehicle to do it. And, and it's opened up a whole new world for me and, and for my partners and for us. And gosh, I can't wait to share with you guys so many more things that are, that are going to happen with it. Um, we just launched an Epic build, you know, we've got Epic mastermind experience is a three day event and, you know, we do it once a year, right. As of right now, um, and it's always held on Martin Luther King Day. And so it's a Saturday, Sunday, Monday that we go or that weekend because we want students to be able to come. And so we know that all students do not normally have class that day on that Monday. So that's why we want to be able to do that. So it works well with their lives because we want to change those youngpreneurs um, in the world. So anything with that, you guys follow us, like us, um, kind of see what we're doing, you know, in that aspect as I, as I start to ramp it up and build it and we'll be sending out things, um, for it, because that's really, if you want to be a part of something huge and different, you know, yeah, it's, it's speakers and their thought leaders from all over the world that come in and they donate their time to stand on our stage, to educate, to motivate, to inspire. And then the cool part is they sit in the back of the room at the table, or they sit in the front of the room at the table with these people that paid to be there or got scholarships, you know, and, and sponsored tickets to be there as a young student. And, and they are hands on with them that it's so cool to watch the kids faces and their eyes and just like, they go boing. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, we did that. We put one of, you know, we put somebody in front of them that they might not have ever had a chance to meet or to see, or to get to pick their brain or to do that, that they've admired for years. And they watch them you know, in our, in today's world of social media and online and everything and where they're at. And so that, that is truly, um, the heart and soul. And, and when I have a bad day, even when I'm having a good day, I go sit and I watch our, our most recent recap video of it because it just inspires me again, over and over and over again. So if you guys want inspiration and you want to feel fired up, go to our Facebook page or even our Instagram, our video is on there. And oh my God, I mean, I get like, I, I get butterfly. I get so excited talking about it. I'm sorry. Like, I can't wait to go watch the video as soon as we get done here because it's going to happen um, because it just puts <laughs> a promise smile on my face. And if I can do that for anybody else, and, and this is one where I did, none of us get paid to do it. And that's what even is even better. It's we literally just spend our time 
Um, and we pay out of our own pockets to put this on because, because I want to change the world. And if I can change one life, even over that three day, um, experience or throughout it is they kind of watch all of us grow and inspire. And, and we as a team go and, and figure out how can we learn together? You know, we were all at a, at a different event last night, just hanging out and talking. And it's like, okay, let's start bring, brainstorming about next year. And how could we want to do this? Like, I mean, it just, it's, it's in our blood of what we do. So to support me is to support Epic Mastermind Experience. That's all that I could ask because I'll be damned if I don't change and change somebody's life. And so if you guys want to help, this is the best way to do it. I love it. Yeah, of course. I'll put a, I'll put a link in to find out more information about that in the show notes. And uh, yeah, awesome. if anything, if anything landed with any of you right now that's listening, uh, Instagram, Facebook, tweet about it. Um, take one of the quotes that we said and just tag one of us. Cause I didn't, I didn't make this podcast to just be like another podcast where you listen to and then you hit next and then you go, okay, sweet. Now I want to listen to another podcast and fill my brain up because I just want a busy mind and I want to just, uh, keep, keep distracting myself. But I'll tell you what, whenever a pole is falling down and, uh, life's crazy, we want to avoid the things that are falling, but the best place to be is right next to the pole and keep it up. And so yep. honestly, take the time to just take three minutes. It takes literally three minutes to share this episode. It takes three minutes to just tag one of us and go like, Hey, Nick, Logan, you said this and I loved it. And I just want to say thank you. Or you can say, I hated it. And I want to just say, don't ever <laughs> do it again. Um, whatever right. it does. Cause sometimes often it's the things that we hate that we end up creating really great things out of it, even though that's a, wicked odd way to look at it but the counterintuitive works i'm telling you um anyways mm -hmm. sure last does. last question i'd like to ask you um i i know just you know unfortunately i make it quick is uh is there anything that uh, you wish that i asked you that i did not um you know i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i think i more so if, you know if we want full honesty because that's what i love about this is I wish I had not talked as much about myself, but almost more the business. And again, like we talked about passion into profit and maybe we'll just have to make that into something else. So that's me. But I, like I said, sometimes I ramble and I open about, about other things, but, um, you know, I, I literally quit a nine to five to be able to do what I love and that's network and to talk to people and to collaborate. And, and I don't, I don't really advertise myself other than me. Um, and people actually reach out to me or they see what I do. And, and they, they resonate with that. And like you said, your vibe attracts your tribe. And so that's how I pick my people. <laughs> I know it sounds so weird. Um, but that's how I do it. And I do what I love every single day and, and there's struggles each day with it. Um, but it's absolutely fantastic. And knowing that I'm in alignment with the people that I partner up with and what we're doing and, and where we're helping people is absolutely amazing. And it's, it's not your typical public relations um, boutique in any way. I help you figure out who your target market is or where your goals are or where that is. And I come in, um, my quote, hashtag, I make shit happen, um, is yeah. what I do. So <laughs> that's pretty much it. People are like, what do you do? And like, Melissa and I talk about that and I'm like, I make shit happen. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if I can swear on your podcast. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, um, but no, it wasn't you. It's me. I'm a rambler. Um, and that's part of who I am. So sometimes people like that and sometimes they don't, um, which is, it's okay, but that's, that's part of it. But no, I think you hit the nail on the head with everything. And, and I, you and I obviously are going to have more conversations, I think outside of this, of course. Um, but I would love to come back and, and keep talking about it because I would love to make people wonder. I'm sure a, a couple of the things that you and I discussed, people are probably going, huh? They're crazy. Um, and I'm cool with that because it's going to make them think a little bit. And if you're confused, it means you're learning something. So, mm, yeah, get, confu get, yeah. Con get confused. <laughs> get, get curious with confusion, of course. I love yep. it. I love it. Um, well, I would love to accept that invitation uh, and bring you back on one of these days. And um, and I, I, you're a pro at this. Uh, so definitely um, have a really great day week month year and and yeah this won't be the last conversation we have but uh until then I'll, I'll talk to you later of course thank you so so much logan i appreciate it and i love our conversation <laughs> likewise i'll talk to you later Get
there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I'd love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.